This is Come On Kinds with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to scoreline.ie Come On Kind Komogi podcast live here in the KCLR studios in Kilkenny with myself, Martin Quilty, and my co host. And I'm Anya Fahey. Tonight, we are going to be doing the team of the year and the player of the year also. And just sit back, relax, enjoy uh, a bit of kind, a bit of chat. And you never know if you're watching and your name is called out, you might be the proud owner of one of these fab jerseys that's up here behind us. Uh, and we want to thank our sponsors most sincerely, which we will do later on as well. Also, just to mention to Glee Culligan Photography, who provided most of the photographs for the players today. So, Billy, spot on, good man. You're brilliant. And anyone wants to get any photographs, you know where to go for that. Right, are we ready to go? Yeah, let's knuckle down, I suppose. Uh, been an interesting few days after what's went on. We've had very few rows, surprisingly <laughs> enough. The golden envelopes, by the way, everyone is here, so the players are all ready to go. Um, yeah, so your overall view of what the process was and things that has happened since the, the county finals. Yeah, like I suppose, you know, we've obviously got an awful lot of nominations. I think we had nearly the bones of 80 to 100 nominations in total for junior, intermediate and senior um, players, which was great to see. And, you know, all down to the hard work of the referees who are out there, the spies who are out there looking at all the games. Um, you know, it really was a fantastic championship, I think, overall. Um you know, we kind of alluded to it earlier on in the year that last year's championship was going to be very, very hard to top. But I just think this year there was a bit more of an edge to it, I think. Um, and I think the main thing is, and you spoke about it earlier on, there's a lot of unfamiliar, maybe not so household names that are after coming yep. to the fore, which is great to see because this podcast and everything that we're doing is really trying to promote the club player. Which is our aim at the start of the year exactly. to do that. And, and I think that's definitely after coming through. And it's just been great to see there's so many new names that are there and new names that deserve so much recognition for the, the effort that they've put in, the commitment that they've put in. And great to see their names con- consistently coming up in the nominations and come back from reports as well, which is great to see. You know, it's been exciting the last two weeks trying to whittle them all down. You know, we've had a few disagreements, probably not as much as we, to be fair, not yeah, as much no, as we I thought, thought we'd we have would. a few more. Yeah, yeah exactly. in fairness, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was great. Like, you know, it was absolutely mm. brilliant. Delighted to see so many um, clubs being nominated as well. I think, to be realistic, there was probably only one or two clubs that had no nomination for whatever reason it was. But the majority of clubs had the nominations. Um, the feedback has been absolutely brilliant. And you must say that every player that has been nominated really deserves their nomination. And, you know, it's a great start for them. It's a great pedestal to put them up on. And, um, you know, I, I hope the clubs realise that, you know, we are seeing the talent that they have and we're just putting it forward. And, you know, every winner of the team of the year and the player of the year is, is just deserved as well. Yeah, we just had to change one nomination during the week as well from the, the latest podcast and that was in the junior because one of the players had gotten contact with us to say she was only after playing in one game actually so obviously the referees was after sending us in the wrong nomination so we, we will come to that shortly. Um, but just I suppose a lot of people when the nominations did come out, we were getting text messages to know yeah. why certain people weren't nominated and the whole lot. I suppose the categories that we had may not be that the players themselves that might be doing all the scoring may not have got a nomination but we worked it on a star kind of a rating so it was done on work rate blocking hooks 
uh, scores made and obviously if you were after getting a few scores as well so that was kind of like the five criteria that we set down just in case anyone at home is uh, looking to know what the story was so maybe somebody that might have done a lot of scoring may not have got it but the person that actually set up an awful lot of that scores may have got the nomination instead so yeah fair system Absolutely. And I think it goes to show like, you know, it's the work rate, I think. And that's a lot of it for me. Like I would prefer a girl on a field or a girl on any all-star team or any team, whatever the case may be, whose work rate is absolutely outstanding. I don't care if she's not scoring every day or if she's not, you know, getting, you know, as much done. But as long as her work rate is up to par, I think that's what I think really that's what showcases. And sometimes I suppose like you know, we're all kind of guilty to it, Camogie and in GA and in hurling and ladies football and the whole lot. You kind of look at the main lads who are doing all the scoring and you kind of forget about the, the ones around that, you know, are constantly Haymakers working and hard yeah. and, you know, the hooking, the blocking, the tackling, the whole lot. And, you know, interestingly enough, I think that was great to see, um, particularly for the player of the matches in the intermediate and the senior county final. You know, it's not every day backs might get a player of the match award because they're not up scoring, but, you know, it just goes to show the work that the girls were doing yeah. on the field, which is absolutely outstanding as well. Um, yeah, you know, it's been great. It's been really interesting. I know, listen, you're always going to have call. We're never going to get it right. Somebody no, we're not. Is of course we're going to have their opinion. That's the joys of it all. A bit of exactly. controversy in the middle of it is great. Exactly. But I think, yeah, no, I think it's been really good. Like, I'm really happy with it. I'm really proud of what's been done. I'm really proud of the way the championship has gone this year. I just think it's been absolutely immense. I think the talent that we've seen has been outstanding. And I think it definitely goes to show that Kilkenny Camogie, you know, it's there. It's in a great place. It's in a yeah. massive place. It's in a really good situation right now. And, you know, we said it last week, we have two great teams going forward to the Leinster Club Championship in Dixborough and Barra Rangers. And, you know, it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks for them and also an exciting couple of weeks for Thomastown and Conhey from last year as mm-hmm. well. Um, you know, so, you Conhey know. being out this uh, Saturday this, coming yeah, against Moishan, so the local derby. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's excellent. It's great to see. And, you know, I wish them every bit of success just in case we don't get to say it to them um, later on. But, you know, it's it really is it's brilliant and it's great to see and it's just it's just making Kilkenny Camogie stronger and stronger and I think we're getting I think the numbers in the clubs are growing and we're seeing new clubs being developed as well which is which is what we want and it's what we want to see Well it just goes to show that six, over 6,230 registered members um, between everyone players and mm. the whole lot I think it was a record number for players as well this year Anyway all of the talking has been done the votes have been counted and verified I feel like the Eurovision here now <laughs> at this stage but we're ready to go we're ready to rock yeah. okay well we're going to start off then with the junior team of the year and we're going to start with our goalies now just to say we did consciously decide that we weren't going to get numbers on the jerseys mm-hmm. and we weren't going to put as in the left corner back full back etc etc so the backs are just going to be six of the best backs that we and the rest of the panel thought that was going to be the six backs throughout. So just to let everyone know that as well. So our goalie nominations then for junior team of the year was Ellen Crowley of Moonkine, Denise Keneally of Carrickshock and Danielle O'Brien of Pilltown. Three worthy nominations that's there, but you're going to give us the goalkeeper right now. Who is it? So our goalkeeper for the junior team of the year goes to Ellen Crowley from Mooncoin. Well, congratulations, Ellen. You are the very first uh, all-star for Come On Kind. Uh, a privilege 
Um, mm. It's going to be, and hopefully not the last time it's going to happen either. But yep, well done. So that is our goalie of the year for junior, Ellen Crowley. Uh, and of course, she will get one of the lovely yellow jerseys up just over my head here. Um, Eddie, sponsored by John Crowley, Shoreside Farm Potatoes. So thanks a million to John and uh, the gang down there. Uh, I know you're still waiting on the bag of spuds anyway, so yeah, that might come. Absolutely. You never know. Right, our backs nominations. Do you want to take us through them? Yes, our backs nominations there for the junior team of the year. We have Marianne Walsh from Mooncoin. We have Shauna Cody from Pilltown. We have Emily Crowley from Mooncoin. We have Sarah Crowley from Mooncoin. Maureen Corcoran from Mooncoin. Ava McCarthy. Oh, sorry, Emily McCarthy from Pilltown, Ava Carl from Carrick Shock, Sarah Tobin from Pilltown, Vivian Holmes from Bennett's Bridge, John Locks, Emer Quilty from Mooncoin, Anya Kerwin from Thomastown, and Eileen Fitzpatrick from Thomastown. Yeah, and Emer is no relation, just in case anyone was thinking if that was the case. Uh, right, so our first three backs, uh, the awards for our we class as our full back line. But anyway, our first back is going to be Ava Carroll from Carrick Shock. So, Congratulations to Ava on your All-Star Award. Uh, our second back then that we chose is going to be Marianne Welsh from Moonkind. So congratulations to Marianne. And our third back then is going to be Emily Crowley, also from Moonkind. So the two Moonkind women uh, filling up the, the back spots there. So do you want to do the... Uh, the All-Stars then for the rest of the three? Yeah, so our remaining backs then go to Shauna Cody from Pilltown. Sarah Crowley from Mooncoin and Maraid Corcoran from Mooncoin. So an excellent decision there. Six great backs, heavily stacked by Mooncoin. That was going to be expected. We've seen, you know, their defensive displays this year. You know, what they, they haven't actually conceded that much, to be fair. And I think, you know, this kind of goes to show where their defensive unit has been at. Um, delighted for every single one of them. I thought Shauna Cody was exceptional in the county final. So delighted that she got there from a, from a Piltown perspective. Yeah, so, you know, six great backs and uh, congratulations to all. Yeah, so hopefully you can see them. That was up on the screen there a short time ago. So just to recap our backs again, it is Ava Carroll from Carrick Shock, Marianne Welsh from Moonkine, Emily Crowley from Moonkine, Shauna Cody, Hilltown, Sarah Crowley from Moonkine, and Marie Corcoran also from Moonkine as well. So congratulations to all of our backs on your All-Stars. Uh, and just to let people know that there will be a presentation of jerseys coming at a later date when everything uh, restrictions allows us to do so that's still in the pipeline um, and we'll give you all the details of that when it does happen so our midfield nominations so our midfield nominations are Nee Fleming from Munkine, Lorna O'Shea from Pilltown Laura Phelan from Bennett's Bridge, John Locks, and Kelly Dowling from Nave Bridge, Ballyragas. Yep, four exciting names that's there. And our first midfield all-star will go to Lorna O'Shea of Piltown. Excellent choice. Excellent choice. Really, really strong in the county final as well. You know, we kind of said it last week, she kind of moved more so into a centre forward position, taking up Sarah Crowley. And, you know, the two they had a right battle between the two. A real good tussle. Like they kind of nearly cancelled each other out. But, you know, I suppose both of them had such um, had such an influence on the game for both their teams that it was phenomenal to see. It was great. Um, yeah, so definitely well deserved for Lauren O'Shea. An excellent player, I think, to watch in the future as well. And I think the next one is fantastic for a player herself. And I'm going to give you the honour of naming our second midfield all-star. Yeah, and I think this is, you know what, this is really, really good because it comes from a very much a new club that's only been set up. So great to see it. Um, so our second midfielder is going to be Kelly Dowling from the Nave Breach Club in Ballyragget. 
this is brilliant. This is a massive, massive achievement for Valley Ragged, I think. Um, a huge achievement for Kelly. Um, you know, and it's just great to see. Like, I think it goes to show the work that's being done in Avebridge at the moment because they are working so hard and even they're underage, like they're working very, very hard on that too. So it's great to see a player kind of maybe now like a, a mini celebrity down in Avebridge Camogie Club. So great for her. Congratulations and well done. But it just goes to show you don't have to win a county title no. to get an all-star either, which is fantastic yeah. as well. So well done to Kelly. So our two midfielders just to recap on him again will be Lorna O'Shea of Hilltown and Kelly Dolan from Nave Breed. Congratulations to our all-star midfield pairing there. Uh, right, so our forwards. So our first, uh, I go through the first six and I get on you to do the second six and we'll do the six uh, all-stars then. So our first of the nominations is Lisa McCarthy from Piltown. We have Kate Holland from Nave Breed. Neve Dunphy from Carrick Shock. Laura Wall from Moonkine, Sinead McCarthy of Pilltown, and Laura Dooley from Bennett's Bridge, John Locke. So that's the first six. You'll give us the second six. So our final six then nominations are Neve Crowley from Moonkine, Megan Walsh from Bennett's Bridge, John Locke, Lauren Comfort from Moonkine, Kira Dunn from Pilltown. Ruth Ryan from Thomastown and Lisa Carey from Thomastown. Yeah, so well done to all our nominations there. But obviously, out of that, we can only have six. And I know as a back, you love to be coming up again forward. So I'll give you the honour of the first three forwards. I don't really want to come up against any of them, if I'm being fair. But um, our first three forwards to make our junior um, team of the year are Lisa McCarthy from Piltown, Sinead McCarthy from Piltown and Megan Welsh from Bennett's Bridge, John Locke. So congratulations excellent to see you know the two McCarthy girls from Pilltown were exceptional in the county final Megan Welsh has just been you know she's just had had such a great year for Brennan's Bridge. She's showing her experience. She was a member of the Kilkenny Intermediate team in 2016 when they won the All-Ireland. You know, um, you know, she's just she's just a fantastic player. She's got a minor All-Ireland too as well. So great to see her popping in there. Great to see a Brennan's Bridge John Locks girl as well exactly. and being represented on the team. So yep. really good for them and congratulations yep, to the Great three work being done there as well yeah. between the two clubs. So fantastic to see. Our last three nominations then in the forward line, I suppose, Realistically, they were on fire uh, mm-hmm. when it came to the county final. But our first nom- our all-star for our forwards uh, goes to Neve Crowley for Moonkine. Exceptional final. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she got one, one or one, two. Yeah. I think it was in the final as well. Mm-hmm. So fantastic player is Neve. Our full forwards then, I suppose, when it comes to it, because it goes to Laura Wall and Moonkine. Yeah. She's played in the full forward position. She's been destroying teams yeah. all throughout the group stages and in the county final as well. Um, so congratulations to Laura Wall. And live, as of course you would, everything was put, of course, and there's a phone ringing here in the studio. So obviously someone trying to get in the door here in KCLR office. You can't beat live, I can tell you. Uh, and to finish off our forwards, all-star nomination in the team is Lisa Carey from Thomastown as well. And uh, yeah, Lisa's work rate throughout all of the campaign mm-hmm. has been absolutely phenomenal. And that's it. So they're on the screen there in front of you. I think you can give us the uh, recap of the backs there. Okay, so just to recap on it there, our goalkeeper is Ellen Crowley from Mooncoyne. Our backs, we have Ava Carl carrick It's actually Emily. We were right the first we time. Were we right. were yeah. <laughs> Emily Carl carrick Marianne Walsh Mooncoyne, Emily Crowley Mooncoyne, Shauna Cody Pilltown, Sarah Crowley Mooncoyne, and Mairead Corcoran from Mooncoyne. Yeah, our two midfielders then is Lorna O'Shea from Pilltown and Kelly Dowling from Nabreed. 
And our forwards then, we have Lisa McCarthy from Piltown, Sinead McCarthy from Piltown, Megan Welsh from Bennett's Bridge, John Locks, Neve Crowley from Piltown, or sorry, from Moonkine. Laura Wall from Moonkine. And of course, the famous Lisa Cocky Carey from Thomastown. Brilliant. I think a really, really strong junior team there. Um, you know, I think this we could maybe even get a shout out there and try and get um, a junior versus intermediate versus senior match going really for this team of the year. Crack in my feet. But yeah, like really, really strong contenders there. Excellent to see. Delighted for Moonkine, you know, having the majority of, of girls there, obviously winning the county final, if that was going to happen. But, you know, um, brilliant to see a couple of clubs there being represented. Um you know, excellent work, and you know that's a that's a very decent junior camogie team there that you have at the moment. It surely is. I suppose in the fact it's a pity that the senior and the intermediate we know why that they go through to the Leinster Championship mm-hmm. that the third team obviously can't because I mean the GAA you can have your third team involved, yeah. and I mean it's great for the likes of Moonkine and Glenmore um, and Bally Hales going forward. You know we have Dixborough and uh, our Rangers now going mm-hmm. forward to Leinster but it's pity the juniors can't go forward as well yeah it is a pity because like you know we have so many junior clubs in the county and you know it, it's kind of sad the way that the other two grades kind of get to move on whereas the junior you just kind of stop and said because you know I think that Moonkind like they have such a great history in the club that you know they'd only love the opportunity to go on to compete and you know compete in a Leinster championship I suppose it might be something that can maybe looked on down the line um, I don't know as to the reason as to why it's something got to do with the intercounty the fact that we have a senior and an intermediate yeah it's only thing through a tiered system because mm-hmm. if you look at Gaultier wins Waterford yeah. in the senior championship they go on to play in the intermediate championship then when it comes to Munster yeah. because the class as far as I'm aware where as a, a tier that's below we'll say the tier one counties okay. like I think that's why Carlo is competing in the intermediate with Moishe is playing Conaghy yeah. this weekend as well because it's, you have to win the All-Ireland I think three times or something before they actually pushed up yeah. um, and go forward as well but it is a pity like when you have teams that's preparing they're going out they win a county title and mm. at junior level then that's it it's over for the year Yeah it's a, it, like it's a massive it would be a massive opportunity for any team that comes through and at um, junior grade there it is a pity it's not going to happen but listen I don't think that's going to take away from Moonkine you know their aim was to win a county final this year in my opinion they were going to be the team that you had to beat there wasn't anybody going to come near them as far as I was concerned from day one um, you did I, call it right in fairness yeah, to you. I think now if, I, if, they, if they hadn't lost I think there was you were going to be, be like pick outside it. my house you were going to be blamed I was stop. The there. Yep. but yeah great to see uh, delighted for all the girls who uh, have gone on to the team of the year it was an easy pick to be fair there was a lot of girls there you know we had so many nominations in it there was a lot of girls that were very unlucky not to get on the team but I suppose we had to go from the amount of nominations that came in as well and which is crazy yeah Absolutely it was mental and like it wasn't just yourself and myself that were picking up no, no. just say that there <laughs> now as well you know there was and we should many say, other people because uh, people will come to this later on that when it came to the senior grade you had no bearing on the senior to a certain degree no. because Tolerone is involved yeah. same with myself with St. Clair Lillian was there with St. Martin so anyone that had your own club involved in it yeah. you were stood aside from it which is only fair because that way we can't be accused of favouritism then or anything that way But that's clearly but, why I didn't get a nomination I, I, I assume well, I, you did actually added. get a nomination but you're not getting a jersey anyway yet so I'll find my way to get a jersey one of these days don't you worry I think that kind of concludes our junior team of the year it does anyway. indeed and a, a fantastic uh, year it has been for the yeah. junior grade you know we've had the junior C Pilltown uh, 
rumblings going on as we said before they're actually putting in a third team next year yeah. in Junior C as well like that's phenomenal going like it's crazy and I suppose then when we spoke to Alan Roach just before the county final he was saying like there was 50 odd girls that are down training like that's a headache for any manager but he said it was brilliant like to have those that numbers Imagine the training session that you can do because, you know, like we see from clubs and I see from my own clubs, like there's patches there throughout the summer, you know, whatever's going on, girls working, going away or whatever the case may be. Numbers can be quite struggle, low, yeah. Like, and you might have only 10, 12 girls that are turning up training, but to have 50 plus girls turning up to training, it's no wonder they're entering a third team into it. And to get to two county finals at junior and at senior level, that's an achievement in itself as well. I know that they were unlucky in both of them, but you know, they can take they can take kind of, you know, positives from that regard of the fact that they're competing at the top level in both their grades and really good to see the both management teams working very closely together to ensure that all the guards are getting game time because that, that's at the end of the day that's what they want and that's why you're entering in second teams into competitions so that every girl is getting sufficient but it was also well. great that they weren't pulling girls from the junior yeah. up to the senior just for the sake of having it because obviously there was enough girls that was there for the senior yeah, as well exactly. so yeah as you say great to have cooperation like that in it so well done to all our junior uh, all-stars as we said you'll be getting your jerseys just at the moment in time with COVID the way it is um, and restrictions uh, it might not be happening for a couple of weeks or whatever but we will move on to the intermediate team of the year and as you can see I think it's over my left hand shoulder here Eddie it's the Killery Lighting Services team of the year so you're involved with uh, Killery out there mm-hmm. great company great to have I suppose the local employment uh, team sponsoring the team of the year this year yeah absolutely and to be fair like I didn't it was literally just a, a question asked and answered straight away um, you know and it was great to get the support from the lads and I know they do be kind of um, you know taking the pick out of me a lot of the times over Camogie because I do be um, I do be hounding on to them that they need to start watching um, more Camogie matches but to be fair um, I don't think it's fallen on a deaf ear even though they won't admit it I know that they do watch it and I know that they do follow up on it so it's great to see them coming on board as well um, you know probably something that they've never really done before with regards to that but it's great to see them getting involved with Camogie and you know I know Damien and all the lads are absolutely delighted with it and they're infatuated with the jerseys as well so. they're, they're class yeah they yeah. are they're so, really really nice Johnny and InSports, congratulations. Well done. They are a fantastic boy. Yeah, we love them. Yeah. Right. You're always standing in front of the next nominations, which is our goalkeeper for the intermediate team of the year. You're usually getting shouted at as well some yeah. of the time. So I'll give you the honour of giving our nominations for the goalie. So our nominations for the intermediate team of the year goalie are Kayla Joyce Foley from Barrow Rangers, Quiva Morin from James Stevens, and Kleena Murphy from St. Clair's. Three excellent nominations there. This was a tough choice, really to be fair, tough. because yeah. we've seen it um, and a lot of people it came down to basically margins in mm. who got the most stars when it came to the nominations and the whole lot. It was so close. But one announced our goalie of the year goes to... Our goalie of the year goes to Kayla Joyce Foley from Barrow Rangers. And what a year she's after having. She was absolutely outstanding in the county final, superb in the county semi-final as well. Um, you know, just, just really strong in the goal, you know, very vocal as well, which is great to see. And and to me, I think definitely um, just deserves there her, her, um, her spot on that team. Yep. So well done to Kayla Joyce Foley. You are our goalie of the year for intermediate level and congratulations on that. Right, our backs nominations then. First of all, we have Aideen O'Connor from Barrow Rangers. We have Chloe Power from James Stevens. Jennifer Lahey from James Stevens. 
Hannah Larkin from James Stevens, Elaine Elworth of Mullinavat, and Anna Purcell from Barrow Ranger. So they were first six. So you give us the second six. Our remaining six are Michelle Teen from James Stevens, uh, Claire Aylward from Glenmore, Marian Bambrick from Barrow Rangers, Laura Mulcair from St. Clair's, Neve Sweeney from Emerald St. Anne's, and Davina Tobin from the Emerald St. Anne's Club. So yes, 12 really, really good nominations to kind of whittle it down to. Um, I'll be honest, and we had this conversation. This was probably the hardest group that we had, the yeah. hardest team of the year that we had to pick from between them all. Like we kept and we kind did of, say it, it was going yeah. to be the closest, probably mm. and best All Ireland of the weekend, which almost happened to be the case as well. Yeah, absolutely. I just think there was just so many players that you could have picked from. Um, it was just so tight. Like we kind of, it was kind of like we were stopping and starting. We we're coming back to it, going away. Like, I don't know how many times we had to, we were changing things around and, you know, we think you'd have it done. And then it's like, no, hold on, stop this. We can't have her not on this team. So, yeah, like it was tough. I will say like this, the intermediate team of the year to me, I think was definitely was the, toughest, toughest, yeah. was the toughest team. And I think that just goes to show the quality and skill that we were able to get from uh, from all the players yeah, in this championship. Unbelievable. Well, our first back and our all-star will go to Barrow Rangers. Um, of course, we got given out as well because we called it Paulstown in our podcast last Tuesday. We should be saying Paulstown, Gorsebridge. So, Teresa, if you're watching, we did rectify that tonight. But Anna Purcell, you are our first back tonight in our intermediate team of the year uh, for an all-star and a parcel from Barrow Rangers. Congratulations. Also, congratulations to Elaine Elward of Mona Nevat and Hannah Larkin from James Stevens complete our first three. And absolutely fantastic, I think, mm-hmm. to see the way that Elaine has played all year. Yeah. Um, that was there. I got to see a couple of their matches um this year, and she has been phenomenal. She's just a stalwart, really, for Mullivat, but not just Mullivat. I think for Kilkenny in general, her commitment is like you'd have to just admire it. Like she's traveling up and down from Cork for trainings, for matches, and it's just her love for it. Delighted to see her getting getting a nod in there, um, in in the back line. But you know, you'd have to say like she has just been. She's excellent. She just she's a real ambassador for the game, and she's a real ambassador for club players as well. She's just been absolutely fantastic, um, and definitely well and truly deserved her place in that team. Yep, all three backs certainly are. So you will run through the remaining three backs for us? Our remaining three, we have Michelle Teen from James Stevens. (sighs) To me, the next one, it's an absolute no-brainer. I just think she's brilliant. Marion Bambrick from Barrow Rangers. And then our final back for on the Intermediate Team of the Year is Laura Mulcair from St. Clair's Club. Like a range of backs there, like that. I mean, you could pick any one of them out mm-hmm. of any game, and they would have been into. I mean, that's probably the guts of twenty more backs that we could have put in there. Yeah. Um. As well, that was phenomenal. It the voting was actually so close on mm-hmm. every one of them. It came down to even a half a star to a full star of maybe a hook here or a bit more work rate there. But yeah, as you said, I mean, Miriam Bambrick had an outstanding final player yeah. of the match and as you said it's very off or very seldom I should say that you have a back that's getting mm-hmm. player of the match it's normally the forwards getting all the scores in the whole lot yeah. but she has been outstanding all year she's been outstanding not just for her club inter-county level as well you know we commented so many times on it during the league stages with Kilkenny just how much her game has evolved and how much she has grown as a player and just her skill and just her striking of the ball you know I think we mentioned it quite early I think it could have been even true one of the commentaries and the matches you know she went away and she worked on herself and Mm -hmm. she worked on her hurling and she got a lot of work done it 
she's getting her just rewards. You know, she was probably very unlucky not to start in the league final in Crow Park, you know, probably very unlucky as well, you know, in the championship as well with Kenny. But I think she's just, she's such a player who's got such a positive mental attitude. She's only going to learn from it and she's only going to grow from it. And I think going back to the club when they did go back to the club is suiting her down to the ground because she was able to express herself even more. Like the day against, the, the day in the county final, she was outstanding. I think she was definitely, you know, the best player out of the out of the two days of Harlan out of the three games. I just thought she was phenomenal. You know, I think the best comment to even compliment Miriam on that is the fact that someone asked to know was there a magnet on the mm. slitter because every time she went to touch the ball, the ball was just sticking to the hole or sticking to her hand, and she seemed to be on everything that was there. So, yeah, phenomenal year for Miriam. Yeah, absolutely, great year for her, and definitely, you know, a centre back position on Team of the Year. If I wouldn't have anybody else there if I'm honest I think she's just she's brilliant she's absolutely amazing Right that moves us on to the midfield uh, nominations then we have four of them in total so do you want to throw them out to us? Yep so we have Ruth Jones from Glenmore we have Orla Bambury from Barra Rangers we have Eva Cantwell from James Stevens, and we have Laura Murphy from O'Loughlin Gales Now I have to say that <laughs> if you have someone and I don't mean this in a bad way but it was commented on that we had a cornerback playing with Barrow Rangers in the county final who was 38 years of age. And I think Orla is also in around the same age group mm-hmm. as well. And she's getting nominated week in, week out for a nomination to be on an All-Star team. Mm-hmm. That is phenomenal going. Like, it's amazing. She has just been like, you know, she's just she's just one of those players that she just keeps on going. She's so driven as well. Like we spoke about it. She has all the experience playing with Kildare. She's won All-Ireland with Kildare. Then to come back to, to Bar Rangers and, you know, be hurling so well with them. To be captain as well of the team, you know, really driving them on, you know, a, a great kind of a leader to have there as well. So, you know, excellent for her, well-deserving of her nomination there as well, along with all the rest of the girls. But, you, you know, this you know I think a- you're kind of out in her age there now as well. <laughs> Oh, well, it's in the program, so we can't doubt anything that's printed, um, so we're okay on that. But, yeah, but this no, was hotly great. contested as well. Yeah, oh, this was tough now. This one was very, very tough. Like, I mean, was. this changed five or six different times yeah. when there were players in and the next thing it was shifted and so forth and the whole lot. But mm-hmm. our two midfielders anyway, our first one went to Laura Murphy from O'Loughlin Gales. Like you couldn't not have her on a team, to be honest with you. You know, we've said this all year about Laura. Um, she's just been pivotal for O'Loughlin Gales as well, just driving forward constantly. You know, you nearly have to find a spot for her in the team there somewhere because you just couldn't have a team without her. Um, yeah, she got so many nominations so all many. through the, the yeah. campaign. Like it was a phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And our second one then goes to Aoife Cantwell from James Stevens, who was exceptional in the county final, constantly working up and down, played a real captain's role. I, I felt as well in the county final against um, Bar Rangers. You know, just showed that her her want and desire to want to win that and you know James Stevens had such a great year after coming up from junior the previous year and goes straight into competing in an intermediate county final um you know just showcase a real captain's role there constant moving from her really good distribution for him and certainly well deserved of a midfield position there um going on her form that she was in the club season as well so congratulations to both Aoife and Laura on that Right. Do you want to take us through the first six nominations for the forwards? Yep. So our six nominations, can we just say as well, this changed umpteen times mm-hmm. too. Um, so our first six nominations, we have Shauna Tracy from Barra Rangers, Anya Phelan from St. Clair's, Colette Dormer from Barra Rangers, 
Neve Dealey from James Stevens, Daniel. Danielle Quigley from O'Loughlin Gales and Emma Minogue from Jane Stevens. And our remaining six nominations then is Roisin Breen from Barra Rangers, Leanne Fenley from Mullinavat, Julianne Malone from Mullinavat, Afton Grace from St. Clair's, Katie O'Byrne from Barra Rangers and Sophie O'Dwyer from James Stevens. Now, we could only pick 12 nominations. Yeah. I mean, we had 35 roughly to get that down to 12 after mm-hmm. taking out all the nominations out of it and that was so hard it was even harder to pick the six yeah when it came to it this was cruel but this was cruel if we're being honest like we changed we chopped and changed this so much like you know we've said it already this was so hard this particular team of the year was just so hard but you know I suppose you had to whittle it down and you had to go like you know, on form and what we're after seeing and consistency and the names that have been thrown in. And, you know, I think definitely the six guys that we've picked, um, you know, the serious six forwards, I wouldn't like to come up against any of them, especially these six combined because they, they've worked really, really hard. And I think that they definitely showcased all their talent and all their skill this year, um, particularly in, in the county final as well. Right, change it up. We'll go every second one. I do the first one. So our first forward all-star in the Come On Kind Intermediate Team of the Year goes to the Barrow Rangers Club and its Collect Armour. Um, our next um, winner is, like you couldn't have her not on the team, Roisin Breen from Barrow Rangers. 144. 144. She scored in the whole championship this year, came out top score, absolutely phenomenal. And certainly you could not have six forwards and not have Roisin Breen in there. Definitely deserved of that. Our third forward then goes to James Stevens and it's Neve Dealey. Um, our next forward position goes to a young player from James Stevens, Emma Minogue. Yeah, had a fantastic final as well. One, two, Great from player play, to yeah. watch out for. Uh, then we had... I suppose the elder states person was in Australia for a while, came back, really helped Mullinavash, I mm-hmm. suppose, get to the semi-final last year, was pivotal in getting to the semi-final this year. Mm-hmm. I think she scored a hat-trick against O'Loughlin's in the match that I was looking at uh, for one of them that I was at, but it goes to Leanne Fenley from Mullinavash. Great player for our uh, intermediate team as well at centre back, no yeah. less. Like it's strange to see her playing in the back for Kilkenny and she's scoring all the goals uh, for Mullinavash. It just goes to show how versatile she is. Like, and that's what you love to see in a player. She's like, listen, Leanne has like just years of experience hurling with Kilkenny, being over in Australia, coming back, slotting straight in to her club team, going on to play in inter county level this year. Um, pivotal player for the intermediates this year, just such a great leader, um, you know, just able to orchestrate everything around her, you know. so and listen we've seen her in action at intermediate level and, and the havoc she causes to a back's life there as well so yeah excellent to see her in that um, in that full forward there great well wherever she's going to be uh, but yeah definitely well deserved of getting on the team of the year and the last player then the last player I thought was just unbelievable in the county final it's Katie O'Byrne from Barra Rangers she was exceptional her work rate was absolutely superb and definitely in my opinion a uh, just deserver there to, to get into the, the final slot for the team of the year yep so as you can see there on the screen probably as Ken has them up there now so just to uh, confirm our backs it is Collect Dormer from Barrow Rangers Roisin Breen from Barrow Rangers Neve Dealey James Stevens Emma Minogue James Stevens Leanne Fenley of Mullinavat and Katie O'Byrne of Barrow Rangers so that is our hotly contested intermediate team of the year uh, so right 
run down through the whole team again. Okay. So just to confirm it all. <laughs> confirm it all. So our goalie, Kayla Joyce Foley from Barra Rangers. Our backs, we have Anna Purcell from Barra Rangers, Elaine Aylward from Mulnavat, Hannah Larkin from James Stevens, Michelle Teen from James Stevens, Miriam Bambrick from Barra Rangers, and Laura Mulcair from St. Clair's. Our midfielders, we have Laura Murphy, O'Loughlin Gales, and we have Aoife Cantwell from James Stevens. Our six forwards then, we have Colette Dormer, Bar Rangers, Roisin Breen, Bar Rangers, Neve Daly, James Stevens, Emma Minogue, James Stevens, Leanne Fenley from Mulnavat, and Katie O'Byrne from Barrow Rangers. 15 outstanding players at intermediate grades, uh-huh. all looking forward to a lot of them, uh, if not all of them, playing at senior level uh, next year. And that puts good spell now. Our yeah. Rangers up senior next year for the first time in their history. Uh, yeah, and you know what? They're going to be a tough team for anybody that's going to come up against them. I think the fact that they're going to be so new to it, that they're going to there's kind of going to be like an air of giddiness and excitement about them when they hit the senior ranks. And I think probably the experience and the hurt that they've had over the last couple of years, you know, getting to county semi-finals, just not being able to push over the line to eventually getting over the line this year, going on, winning a county final against what I would consider, you know, a very, very good James Stevens team. I had tipped James Stevens to win the county final. You know, I think they're going to be excited and they've got a nice bit of youth in there as well. Their skill level is immense. Their work rate, we have to go back to their work rate in, especially in the first 15, 20 minutes of the county final, it was just out of this world. They were so hungry. They wanted so much more. You know, there's going to be some massive, great additions there to the senior scene as well. You know, Roisin Breen getting into the senior scene. She's only going to be delighted with that. Clet Dormer finally getting to play senior club, you know, for herself. That's going to be it. That's going to be fierce excitement for her. The fact that she's been such a stalwart for Kilkenny for so many years, like it's great to see her finally getting her just rewards and getting up to playing that senior grade there. Miriam Bambrick is going to be there as well. You know, Katie O'Byrne, you know, I think she could light the world alight there at um at senior level. So it's going to be great to see. I think they're going to be uh, they're going to be a really, really good addition. And I think they're they going won't to be go phased well. at playing at senior no, level anyway. I don't think so. And I think they're going to go well. And I think that they're, you know, if Stephen Dormer is going to stay on with them, we know what he can bring to them. And like I think he's going to have them primed and ready. And I do see them probably having a very, very good Leinster campaign, potentially All-Ireland campaign as well. And I think they can build on that momentum and then bring them on into next year for at senior level. So it's going to be, they're going to be a massive, massive addition to the senior ranks. And they're they're not going to be an easy team to, by any means to come no. by. And you're not going to have this fail usher they're only up. Like they can't be that good. You look at James Stevens, yeah. what happened to him last year. Exactly. Like they're or going this to be year, good. I should say, yeah. They're going to be very, very good. To it, Which yeah. brings me to the next point. Intermediate is going to be even tougher next year. You have James Stevens now on a roll. Mm-hmm. You know, they're after getting to the county final. They'll be looking to go one step further next year. Yeah. You then have one kind coming up from junior level into the intermediate grade as well. Yeah. You have already Emerald St. Anne's is there. You mix in Bally Hale, James Ford. You know, Mullen Nevada is still going to be there yeah. or thereabouts. St. Clair's, as we mentioned, is still a young team. Yeah. It's a tough, bloody grade. I think it's going to be a really tough grade next year. Like, I think Mullen you know, I would have probably considered them probably one of the stronger teams, which they proved to be. They got they were in a county semi-final. I do think that um, the fact that Julianne Malone now will be back fully with them. I know she's only back this year. And, you know, it, it does take a while for a player to kind of gather their bearings again and get back used to it. Um, I think she's going to be a massive addition to them. I think Moonkine are going to relish in the opportunity of playing at intermediate level. They've got nothing to lose. And I think 
the fact that they've seen James Stevens get to a county final, I think that's going to stand to Moonkine even more that they're going to realise, well, hold on, they only bet us last year. Yeah. Look at how far they're after coming, what they're after producing. And I think that they're going to push on for that as well. You know, Emma St. Anne's, I would imagine, you know, Disappointed. Very disappointed, I would say, because, you know, they would have been considered one of the stronger teams at the intermediate level. I do think that they are going to push on. I, I kind of kept on saying it this year that I think it's their time. They need to push on. They need to push on. Uh, we played them in the under 22 at the weekend. They have a nice little unit there of good, young, solid players. Um, so, yeah, like I think they'll be there thereabouts next year. I think intermediate intermediate is always the toughest grade I find to get out of. Like It's very, very hard. And I think once you can break down the barriers there, you know, the world's your oyster after that. And, you know, it, it really is. To me, it's probably one of the hotly contested grades in the whole championship, if yep. I'm honest. Like it's a, it's a brilliant grade and anybody can win it anybody at all and everyone wants to get to the pinnacle at senior level Dixborough and Pilltown was there Dixborough came out on top will they come out on top with the nominations as well you're going to kick us off with the goalies so our goalie nominations for our senior team of the year we have uh, Kirsty Marr from Dixborough Ethan Orris from Pilltown and Neve Delaney from Conaghy Yep, three worthy recipients is there our goalie then for the senior team of the year Obviously, because they are county champions and this lady had a fantastic game, you know what she's like. Yeah. You've played with her. It goes to Dixborough and it is Kirsty Marr. Phenomenal in the county final. Mm-hmm. I thought her presence, you know, she commanded the ball. There was a shot that even Billy had up at one stage that she was after coming out, bursting through a couple of players, lost the hurl and kicked the ball, I think, about 20, 25 yards up the field. Like When you have a goalkeeper playing like that, it gives the team great spirit and great confidence going into a match. It certainly does. And the one thing about Kirsty is she's so comfortable in the in the goal, and especially with her club. Um, I just think she's just so influential as well. She's a great character too. Like, we, listen, we all know Kirsty. Um, she's a devil at the best of times, but um, you know she's a great character to have around. Uh, justly deserving of um, the the number one position there. Like you know the other two girls, Eva Norris and Neve Delaney. Absolutely credit to them. They were well deserving of their nomination. But Kirsty, you. Have to say, she's just she's the pinnacle of, of goalkeepers, yeah. You know, and she had an outstanding final as well. Like, yeah. I mean, there was no goal conceded in the final. No, Dixborough won it by a point, 15 points to 2 8. You know, that said it all, she really did command that area around the goal, now the small mm-hmm. square, etc. So, very worthy recipient of our senior team of the year goalkeeper, absolutely. Which brings us to your favourite position and I notice your name is not on the list there but anyway we'll uh, give you the chance to run down through the list now on the backs. Would you actually believe I just see my name as I've been wrote in here in number 13 so we're going to take that. Um, so our backs we have Rebecca Nolan from Clara Katie Byrne from Dixborough Kate McCluskey from St. Bridget's um, Ailish Butler from Thomastown Meg Farrell from Thomastown and Maraid Power from Pilltown. Yeah I noticed you played a lot again at these or already yes. like so yeah. yeah our second six then we have Ashley Nolan from Clara Nee Phelan from Dixborough Kellyanne Doyle from Pilltown Jane Cass of Dixborough Tara Clifford of Dixborough and Lorraine Long of Pilltown Tara Clifford one of three sisters on the Dixborough team I, yeah. I think I said uh, to Amy in one of the interviews afterwards I don't think it's been done since Anne and Angela like played on the team together in a set of Sisters, I mean, the Farrells have been there with Shelley and uh, Megan. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Nana, the three of them. Yeah. Emer, four of them. Four. How are you talking? <laughs> yeah. And throw in a future sister in law, Chloe. 
<laughs> when you look at it, sort of you, family you, affair. you keep forgetting about yeah. that, don't you? Yeah. Well, there are 12 backs. So who's going to start us off and get the first back all-star jersey? Which we have to say is, Eddie, just up here to Anya's right-hand side, the lovely purple ones sponsored by the Roach Injury Clinic. And thanks a million to David Roach for the sponsorship of mm-hmm. them. So who's our first back? So our first back is going to Dixborough. It's Katie Byrne. Yeah, she's like she's class. She's very good. Really good young player. Um, just slotted in nicely into that cornerback position for Dixborough, I felt as well. Um, youth. And I think that's... She's so shy. You know, for a girl and herself and her mother and I, I, Emer Tynan, if you're listening to this, I mean, Emer Tynan is normally the person that's on the sideline roaring and shouting at everybody and the whole lot. Wouldn't she just... (laughs) And I went to get an interview off poor Emer and Emer ran quicker than she'd done 11 years ago when Dixborough was after winning the intermediate title. And poor Casey then came along, but such a shy girl off the field. But by God, when she's on the field, there's no shyness there whatsoever. She's like a little terrier. <laughs> you know, like she is like, it's really good. She's a really gutsy, traditional cornerback. And that's what you love to see. But like, for a girl so young, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's great. But I think, you know, we've, we've spoken about this so many times. Dixborough were not afraid to throw their young girls in there. And I think that was the winning of County Final. And you have to commend yeah. them because they brought on so many young girls yeah. with a mix of youth and experienced girls that was there as well. And it did help them to win that county title. It, it certainly did. And I think, you know, when you look back through all their games, it was their young girls that really stood up and shone for them. And, you know, it, it was great to see. And it just goes to show the talent that they have in the club. And, you know, they're going to be there for the next couple of years. They had a great win, the under 22 at the weekend, beating Thomastown, I think, 113 to 8 points, whatever the score was. You know, so that they're definitely on a crest of wave. They're, they're high as kites now at the moment. And they're going to be looking forward to Leinster Championship. Yeah. So talk about experience. Our next. Mm-hmm. All-star, certainly not lacking in experience. Who is it? Our next all-star is going to be Ailish Butler from Thomastown. And what a player she is. She is just so tenacious. She's so gutsy. She is just absolutely, she's so dogged. And she it's just the way she just gets the hurl in, gets the flicks in. She, she makes a full forward's life so hard she does the simple things easy simple things yeah simple things and in my opinion you know definitely I think she's one of the standout fullbacks in the in the county at the moment I just think she's exceptional and you know I think we spoke about this already and I know in the Tyrone game with us it was just so hard to break down that full back line and it was fully commanded by her yep and completing our backs then is we have Mairead Power from Pilltown you know excellent in the county final as you, as we've spoken about um, you know just you know a really good solid player as well so great to see her getting the knot in there too it certainly is so that completes our first three backs our uh, fourth back then of the team of the year goes to a girl from Clara. Clara unlucky this year yeah. um, against Pilltown. It could mm-hmm. have been either swung either way. But Ashley Nolan is our fourth back for the All-Star team. The next player, like Miriam Bambrick for the intermediate team, there's not much that hasn't been said about the next player. And you rave about this girl. And mm-hmm. I mean, even in the county final, she was phenomenal. Knee feeling from Dixborough. Unbelievable player. I think she's going to be we've we've spoken about the girls that are going to be the next Denise Goals, you know, the next Colette Dormer. I think the capability that this girl has, I think she can be the next Anne Dalton coming up here. I think she's just incredible. For a girl so young to just be able to slot into a massive, massive position, it goes to show she got player of the match in the county final. You know, 
excellent, in my opinion, absolutely excellent. And she has been so consistent all year for Dixborough, um, a phenomenal, phenomenal player. You know, you'd have to say she most definitely is going to be in with the intermediate squad next year potentially with a senior, but obviously we don't know that yet, but she's going to be a massive, massive addition. We've seen her in the All-Ireland final um, with the Kilkenny Miners. Excellent as well. Um, yeah, so definitely, you know, in my opinion, a no-brainer there like herself and Miriam Bamberg, an absolute no-brainer there for at uh, the centre-back position. And the last of our backs then goes to the champs as well. You're out in Dixborough. It is Jane Cass. Outstanding season as well. Mm-hmm. Boy, I had a fantastic final as well. She's just, you know, this girl is just brilliant. Um, She's kind of like Katie Byrne. She's like a little terrier there as well. It's just the hooks and the blocks and the fix. She just gets in constantly. Absolutely brilliant. Kind of really good to kind of see her maybe kind of coming out of her comfort zone a bit and coming out a little bit further out of the field. I know from past experience with Jane, she's more or less been like a cornerback more so. And I think kind of coming out the field it's probably stood to her a lot better because she's able to nearly just go on her runs or, you know, she. I think she likes it tough. And, you know, for a small, slight girl, she doesn't mind the big player coming in on top of her because she'll go gung-ho for them. There's she, there's no hold back with her. I think she even likes the bigger player. I think so too, yeah. yeah. But definitely well-deserved there of a spot on the team of the year. Right, well, I know Ken is going to put up the names here in front of us our producer is mad looking to give on you and know it here so while she's doing that and reading it uh, you can go through the backs for us just to confirm them for us yeah so our backs then just to recap we have Katie Byrne from Dixborough we have Ailish Butler from Thomastown we have Maraid Power from Pilltown we have Ashling Nolan from Clara we have Neve Phelan from Dixborough and we have Jane Cass from Dixborough yeah, the note is saying it's all right. It was you should know this anyway, being out and fresh for an awful lot now. The Costellos, the yeah, Lars, the Kennedys, the Kennedys. Yeah. The Fitzpatrick's. Yeah, how yeah. could we forget the Fitzes? How could we forget it? Uh, no, in fairness, the, the Eileen's Minogue. gone to Thomastown, so technically <laughs> now she's not fresh for it anymore. There's a lot of them there, the Cavanaghs. They would have won Club All Ireland as well. There could have been a couple of them on it. You know, there's an abundance of players out that way. I'm going to get killed. For not knowing that, yeah. Um, it wouldn't be the first time though out there now, would it? No, absolutely not sure. They've got three, they've got three Club All Irelands and the amount of sisters that were on that was crazy. I think there's actually a lovely picture of that. I'm nearly sure it's in the corridors in Loretto. This is going back to my Loretto days. Um, and it's a fab pic. It's not that long ago, Martin, to be fair. Like, come on, it's not that long ago. Um, but there's uh, a lovely... Well, it wasn't today or yesterday anyway. Now, that's, let's be fair. It's only about three or four years ago. Um, but there is a lovely picture and it has all the sisters so it's got um, Esther and Amelda Kennedy it's got um, Sinead and Maria Costos in it you've got um, Marie and Martina Mar and I think maybe not Brenda definitely Marie and Martina I think were in it um, I think Danielle Minogue is in it and Nicola but I'm not really sure the fits is then you have Aoife Eileen I'm sure Emma was there as well you know it's just a really really nice picture of them all um, like it was really just a family affair and I think they were talking out for Kilkenny at the time and it was just they could have been prepping for an All-Ireland final I think at around that you'll time you'll have to go get the photograph now yeah, I'll have to find that's it. what you'll have to do yeah, you'll have I'll to make a, a little trip back to the school oh God. a little reunion <laughs> yeah I'm sure they'd only love that um, but yeah, yeah great to see it oh yeah and of course Paula and oh Sheila. God yeah Paula yeah. and Sheila better not forget Paula God 
I can feel my phone buzzing now. Yeah, just giving out stink now. Yeah, but it's really nice. Really, really lovely picture. It's just, it just goes to show that kind of like the family unity that's in Camogie. And I think that absolutely alludes to it. But it's great to show though that it is a family affair when it comes to the GA Camogie, mm. ladies football, the whole yeah. lot. It's brilliant. Right, moving on to our midfield pairings then. And another one of our sister uh, duos to start off from Dixborough. Who's our four nominees? Our four nominees then. We have Kira Phelan from Dixborough. We have Laura Norris from Piltown. We have Anna Farrell from Thomastown. And we have Eva. Prendergast from Dixborough. Now we did say this one was extremely tough. Four fantastic players. You could pick it out of the hat. Any two of them would be just deserving of this. I think um, Eva was looking for extra brownie points. Even mentioned this during her acceptance speech. <laughs> yeah. yeah, probably. I know, uh, but yeah, no, it was great. All all four players definitely, in my opinion, definitely deserved the nomination. Anyway, it's very very hard to pick this. To be fair, right announce our first of our midfielders who does it go to? Our first of our midfielders Neve got the bragging rights for about 10 minutes but in pops Kira feeling from Dixborough going to the first midfield position there and you'd have to say you know pivotal for Dixborough all year just her work rate alone great for the Kilkenny Intermediates too she's been nominated for a soaring star I think as well off the top of my mm-hmm. head yeah so yeah definitely just reward there for Kira Phelan yeah we should have mentioned Spud earlier on because um, she's actually up for the players player there now the All-Stars has been postponed yep. as people might not be aware they were supposed to be on Friday evening but because of COVID restrictions and the whole lot same mm-hmm. as the GAA they're postponed as well um, so hopefully in the new year uh, we'll know that but yep. we're in first we yeah, have exactly. our, all, our team first, which is most important. Right. Our second midfield player then goes down south to Thomastown and it's Anna Farrell. And I know you played against Anna this mm. year as well. A thorn in your side, you told me. Absolutely. And you know what? The one thing about Anna is, and credit where credit's due, she's probably one of the most underrated players, I think, by a long shot. I think she definitely should have an all-star. She doesn't. The, her work rate on what she has done, not just for Thomastown because she's instrumental with Thomastown, but for Kilkenny over the last couple of years has been incredible. And, you know... We certainly missed her this year. I th- was just going to say it. I think she was that little missing piece that Kilkenny probably needed. Just the way she's just able to work so hard and absolutely brilliant to see. Delighted that she's getting some sort of recognition there uh, and thoroughly deserving of a, a spot on the player on the team of the year at senior level. You couldn't have a midfield without having Anne in it, in my opinion. Because everything is turning up. There's gremlins in here at the minute. Even the screens are turning off on here now. But... <laughs> I tell you, this this is definitely the, live. You can't beat live. I'm telling you. I don't right. know what kind of amateurs we're working with here, Mark. We're not used to this at all. At all. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Mind our poor little fall off the stool over there. Now we don't want ambulances coming over here. Now, in fairness, right. Our forwards. We're going to go with our first six nominations. Our first one is Aoife Doyle from Piltown, Steffi Fitz from Young Ireland's out in Gorn, Lucinda Gann from Dixborough. Orla Ryan from St. Bridget's, Asha McCarty from Dixborough and Sophie Holden from Piltown. So go through the other six first. And our final six then, we have Katie Power from Piltown. We have Neve Cullerton from Piltown. We have Amy Clifford from Dixborough. We have Alana Gallagher from Piltown. We have Neve Dowling from Tullerone and we have Mary O'Connell from Clara. See, someone from Tullerone did get in. Yes. Just wasn't you. No. <laughs> we'll have to take it so. <laughs> <laughs> right. And now it's our first forward so far as who is our number 
tend to be on our senior team of the year? Um, our first position goes to Steffi Fitzgerald from the Young Ireland's Club down in Gorn. And absolutely, you'd have to say, you know, looking back at nominations, she was up, she was popped up prim and proper every time down there. So great to see Steffi getting a recognition there as well. Yep. Our next forward then goes to the the champs. It goes to Asha McCarty. And I know you're a fan of Asha as yeah. well. Not only did she get plenty of nominations, but she played very well as well in that final. Yep. And we spoke about this. She was the most consistent player on score-wise for Dixborough all year. She scored in every single game. So, you know, if that's not a nod alone for a player so young as well, um, you know, she's... Had an outstanding game in the All-Ireland as yeah, well when exactly. it came to it. Um, you know, she's definitely going to be one of the players to watch for, for the future for Kilkenny anyway. Not bad. An All-Ireland minor medal and a county medal yeah, in the back pocket. Yeah, isn't it? <coughs> oh God, excuse me. Right. Our next player then is Neve Dowling from Tullerone. Do you know, I'm absolutely delighted with this. Um, she has been so consistent for Tullerone, not just this year, but for so, so many years. Um, she's just a driving force in on the Tullerone team. You know, a great role model, just a lovely girl in general anyway. But she has just been absolutely exceptional for us. She's just constantly up and down the field. Um, her work rate is just untold of. And in my opinion, 100%, absolutely I'd have her, she'd be the first name down on my team sheet all day, every day, and certainly is um, deserves this position as well. Right, take us on to the next player, So Our next player then, we have Sophie Holden from Hilltown. Yeah. Um, another great performance in the county final as well for Sophie. Um, you know, just a, you know, a really slight little player as well, you know, but like, you know, really speed marching kind of you put her out there. So she's getting the nod there for, we'll say, the corner forward position if there is positions. Yeah, well, the next player then for number five in the forwards is going also to Pilltown. That's going to Neve Cullerton as well. Another excellent player, I think, off the top of my head. Neve spent a couple of years in Australia. I think she was playing with uh, the Perth Swans as far as I know. Out, yes, yeah, I one, think, though. yeah, I'm nearly sure she was. I think that's where she was, or she could have been St. Gabriel's. She was one of the two clubs, like Western Swans or Gabriel's. One of them is that she played for over in Perth, as, as far as I know, off the top of my head. Now, I could be completely wrong. There could be another new cult in Denham Piltown, but I, I'm I'm nearly sure I am. But yeah, um, you know, really good county final and definitely deserve it. Um, deserve it winner of that position, too. Well, I'm sure there'll be a message coming in shortly just to confirm things yeah. for us, anyway. <laughs> Our last forward then goes also to the county champs and it goes to. Amy Clifford. Now, Amy's an unbelievable bit of stuff. In yeah. fairness, she phenomenal. Had a great minor campaign as well. Was talking to her after the final and especially about that penalty miss mm. that she thought maybe, oh God, what am I going to do am I after losing the county final? But to come back and score two fantastic points, one of them almost out on the sideline then as well towards the end of the game. Phenomenal. Do you know what? We spoke about this already and I just want to reiterate it again. For a player to like step up so young as well, let's just remind she was only on the minor team this year as well, and to step up, miss a penalty, then to turn around and throw over two free straight after it, that shows serious, serious character in as well. A lot of players could have, head could have gone down, the management might have had to make a decision to maybe change up the free take or whatever the case may be. No, you know, gutsy out, believed in herself, took the confidence, popped over the scores, has been doing it consistently for um, Dixborough all year long. Um, I mentioned it already. I think she's starting to take over the pedestal for Jenny there. Jenny mightn't like it, but, um, you know, absolutely brilliant. You know, delighted for Amy there and definitely deserves that position there too. Well, time stands still for no one as yeah. we do know mm -hmm. that. So yeah, the next generation is coming on. So that does complete the Come On Kind Senior Team of the Year. So we'll give a rum 
come back and I think Ken has the nominee or the winners ready to go there for us. So our goalkeeper is Kirsty Marr from Dixborough. Our backs then is Katie Byrne from Dixborough, Ailish Butler from Thomastown, Murray Power of Pilltown, Ashley Nolan of Clara, Mee Phelan from Dixborough, and Jane Cass of Dixborough. Moving into midfield, then we have Kira Phelan from Dixborough and Anna Farrell of Thomastown. And our six forwards then is Steffi Fitzgeralds from Young Ireland's in Gordon, Asha McCarty from Dixborough, Neve Dowling from Tullerone, Sophie Holden Pilltown, Neve Collett in Pilltown. Amy Clifford uh, of Dixborough and Shin A for the senior team of the year. 45 players on you, picked, ready to go to receive jerseys, but our work is not done yet because we have the onerous task of doing the player player of the year. Now, we've done a slightly different this year. Um, mm-hmm. We have to say, the committee themselves went on a vote. Yep. Uh, the spies had a vote when it mm-hmm. came to this as well but we also put it out to the public yep. for uh, scoreline.ie and over 3,065 votes were sent in for the player of the year mm-hmm. so the way it worked was the winner of the public vote for the scoreline.ie got one vote when it came to it and then all the other votes was tallied up and I have the golden envelope here which I'm going to pass to my co-host <laughs> And you're going to announce our winner in a minute. But first of all, our nominations for the Junior Player of the Year were Sarah Crowley of Moonkine, Laura Wall from Moonkine, and Marianne Welsh from Moonkine. So we know it's definitely going to Moonkine. Yeah. It's just which house in Moonkine <laughs> at this stage. Well, that's the important one. <laughs> Anya Fahi, you have the honour of revealing the Moonkine Junior Player of the Year it's all very fancy isn't it mm. let's look at this so our winner is <laughs> you have the wrong one in Martin oh god <laughs> I'm telling you live isn't that wonderful isn't it <laughs> and there's no name in that one right <laughs> I'm telling you. Right. Okay, just, anyway. Just as well, Ken has the graphics here in front of us. So, Ken, take us out of our misery. There we go. So, our junior player of the year goes to Sarah Crowley from Moonkine. Um, Sarah, obviously. Sarah, has, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know, she's had an absolutely outstanding year for Moonkine. She's been so consistent in every single one of the games. I told you to leave that to me earlier on. Well, in fairness, <laughs> show and tell. Now, I should have definitely left that to you. Um, she's been absolutely exceptional um, all year her you know just her presence goes on the team that she's played for she's you know she's been rewarded <laughs> she's justly been rewarded um, with a nomination for the intermediate Kilkenny or intermediate player of the year for the um, all-star Camogie and obviously junior player of the year she has her slot on the all-star team as well um, you know absolutely amazing she's a credit to everybody down in Moonkine she's just such a lovely person as well um, you're after making an absolute hands of this a dog's um, dinner has been made of that I can tell you yeah but, but anyway yeah absolutely Sarah Crowley Sarah Crowley well done you are our winner of the Come On Kind Junior Team of the Year so well done all of us on to Sarah on that one we'll get her right for next year if we're called back after that I doubt it very much but anyway uh, thank God Ken is on show out there because he's professional we're not is that right speak for yourself now. <laughs> 
Right, moving swiftly along then, as you do when these things happen, our Intermediate Player of the Year and our nominations are Colette Dormer from Barra Rangers, Roisin Breen from Barra Rangers and Miriam Bambrick for Barra Rangers. And after a quick, like the Oscars, change... You can now announce the winner properly for this one. So the winner for the Come On Kind Intermediate Player of the Year goes to Roisin Breen from the Barrow Rangers Club. Absolutely outstanding. Finished the year as top scorer of the year. Um, you know, the votes that came in for her were absolutely colossal as well. Phenomenal. I said this last week. I said I wanted to get Breen viral. I'd say Breen was doing it herself as well. Uh, but just immense, absolutely immense in the county final. I spoke to Lillian about this. We had this conversation she has the hands of God if a hurler had them they'd be blown out of proportion they'd be everywhere on social media she's absolutely gifted a serious belt of a ball as well unbelievable on the freeze six points in the county final two 45s two from play two from freeze absolutely exceptional and definitely well within uh, well justified there with her player of the year yep congratulations Roisin well deserved of that may go look at the bin for sports one see if I can find that but anyway <laughs> right can we get the next one right please at least get some of them right now for this one but anyway there are two uh, so far one to go and that is the senior player of the year our nominees are Jane Cass from Dixborough, Mairead Power from Pilltown and Neve Phelan from Dixborough. And if this one is not right, I'm walking out that door immediately. So I am. Okay, so our senior player of the year goes to Dixborough's Neve Phelan. Congratulations. Neve has been a pivotal part of Dixborough this year. We've spoken about her already for such a young player, a young player. Great leadership, great character, um, you know, absolutely brilliant to see her getting it. She had a phenomenal county final, was rewarded with a player of the match. You know, she's having a she's having a great year. Captain of the Kilkenny Miners winning an All-Ireland final, um, winning a senior county title with Dixborough, player of the match, you know, in the team of the year and now the, the player of the year award as well. Um, you know, absolutely, certainly well deserved and congratulations to herself. As yeah, well. certainly doesn't get much better. At least we so one out of three is not bad. <laughs> No, you know, it's not well, bad, I suppose. I blame the producer. She should have checked everything anyway before we've done it. So <laughs> that right, Ken. Anyway, <laughs> uh, right. So that's it. It's been a blast. Yeah, uh, still has. not going to finish for us yet. We know we're out on duty on the twenty seventh, which is Saturday coming for Conaghy and Michael. Although you're not because it's not good enough you're going away and you know that's that's really not good enough but you have a deputy in place anyway yeah um so we will be doing that uh half one uh saturday ken yep from moishel so we'll be there on that um and then we have thomas town is in the final mm-hmm. playing either uh is it saint jude's and Eulert is playing this weekend yep. as well mm-hmm. um and after winning the wexford county final as well over the weekend yep. are you know pushing hard for that and I suppose them kind of having maybe an extra couple of weeks training and getting more competitive matches as opposed to what Thomastown have, you know, it'll be a massive test for, for um, St. Jude's there as well. So yeah, it'll be... And we shall have weeks. a slight edge as well because they only played their county final, I think, last weekend mm-hmm. or the weekend before. Like, Conaghy hasn't have had a game in a couple of weeks like now. weeks now, yeah. They're going into this cold. Yeah, they are. Like, and, you know, you'd be kind of concerned, like, are they going to be a bit rusty, you know, not having the competitive games? I know, listen, we can all get challenge matches till 
the cows come home, but it's the competitive games. So that's what you need. But listen, I'm sure Connie here working very, very hard, keeping to themselves, you know, working, working extremely hard, as I've just said. Um, and they'll be fully focused on this. Like, you know, they would have had in the back of their mind that they were going for it last year and um, nothing will have changed there. And, you know, they'll be looking forward to getting out and getting a rattle uh, this weekend. They will. And then Thomastown will be okay they're not counting champions anymore but they'll certainly be looking to go all mm-hmm. the way to the All-Ireland final they certainly will like, and you know they'll be, they'll push on hard for that you know very heavily fancied last year um, how will you know not maybe getting to a county final will that maybe dampen the spirits a bit or are they just going to push on all together and now maybe, it's, maybe it'll work for them that they only have one thing to focus on as opposed to having two championships to focus on um, so they, they'll push hard for that as well so it's going to be great to see it's going to be it's going to be great that we're going to have four clubs four different clubs competing in, in four um, you know Leinster championships and potentially All-Ireland championships as well Yeah and we got word as well uh, over the weekend that the All-Ireland final for Camogie is going to be condensed and it's going to be played in July okay. next year. I think Gareth is after taking the spot of Crow Park for the usual slot for the Camogie final. So right. that'll be done by the end of July. And then you'll have the club competitions then from August until November. So they'll be getting an extra month of uh, games next year. Yeah. And who wants to come up against any of those teams if, you know, in the championship, if Kilkenny are lucky enough to, to get, the, we'll say, the, the teams too in All-Ireland stage, you know, you're not going to be wanting to come up against teams that have been training flat out at such a high level as well. Like, you know, they're not going to be doing their pre-season or, you know, just going through the motions. They're going to be fully focused on the All-Ireland championship. Please, God, if they do get pre-season though no. for a lot of clubs. Like you take it, if Thomastown gets to the All-Ireland semi-final, that's going to be played... Uh, I think it's around the 11th or 12th of December. The, uh, the All-Ireland final is going to be getting played around the 18th, 19th of December. Mm-hmm. And the final is going to be played either New Year's Day or the 2nd of January. And the teams that won the 2021 competitions are going to be playing in early January, just yeah. about finished in time for the league to start. Like, yeah. So it's going to be no... Resting period at all for a lot of our players. No, it's going to be very, very heavy for a lot of the girls. And, you know, I suppose let's look, let's kind of look back at it a bit. Lockmore Castellani have been out 17 weeks in a row between hurling and football in Tipperary. Mm-hmm. Um, last weekend, they won the they won the football, John McGraga in a last minute goal. You know, could you say, you know, 17 weeks, has it kind of done them any harm? <laughs> By, the, by last Sunday it certainly didn't you know they have to prepare, prepare now for a Hurling County final this weekend um, so yeah like you know is it is it is it does it kind of like dampen the dampen their preparations maybe so but you know the, the girls are going to have to be fully focused you'd imagine that a lot of them probably won't be back if they are potentially in at any level of inter-county that they potentially won't be back in it anyway um, for the pre-season training and that because they will be working very very hard with their clubs um, all going well please God um, and sure listen it's you know it's an exciting time for all the teams that are involved it's you know exciting to be a fan and a follower for Pilkenny Camogie at club and county level so hopefully everything will go well and we'll get a couple of teams to an All-Ireland Championship and hopefully Kilkenny to three, four, five maybe inter-county between mm-hmm. under 16 minors intermediates and seniors next year to yeah, great to there's see. a lot of talent there yeah. talking about exciting mm-hmm. we were on soon on earlier on mm-hmm. uh, we were having a discussion with herself as well can you believe us that this is episode 11 or 12 we are on at this stage when I mean this was touted back when we were in the middle of the I think it was even the league or heading into the championship campaign about mm-hmm. starting up a podcast for Camogie that we were looking to try and do. 
it's blown out of the water. Like, I mean, even over the weekend of the county final, yeah. the amount of people that actually came up and said, God, there's your man that does the commentary on the radio. And you got a lot of it as well about the podcast and people listening to it and even doing the interviews afterwards. Mm-hmm. The managers of the teams was listening to it. I mean, it has been brilliant. The coverage for Camogie this year has been outstanding. Yeah, I definitely think so. I think, you know, we've kind of brought, it's been certainly brought up a level and, you know, I can't keep saying this enough. It's really highlighting the club player and that's what we wanted to do. Like, you know, we've done all the commentary for the Inter-County Games and, you know, I suppose the start of the podcast was maybe about, you know, the minor winning team, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, you know, the preview coming up to Intermediate All-Ireland and all that. But it's been great over the last couple of weeks to just fully focus in on club players and because I think, you know, you know, the club is the root of every success and that's where, um, that's where all these girls have come from and, you know, it's hard to believe it's what, this is the 12th episode, is it? Yeah. 12th yeah. episode yeah. of this, you know, it's been, it's been chaotic, I'm not going to lie, uh, but it has been very exciting and I think, you know, it has really been all about um, promoting, developing and showing support for Camogie and Kilkenny. And I think, to be fair, like, I think we have done a decent job on it. I think, you know, we've worked, we've worked well with it <laughs> and, you know, we've got on with it. And I think, you know, we we may have caused a bit of speculation at the start or... Apart from know, the poor producer, but... Yeah, anyway. but she doesn't really, she's, she's irrelevant, Martin. I've told you this on numerous <laughs> occasions. Um <laughs> But yeah, I think like we've done really, really well. I think the promotion has been absolutely brilliant. Um, the feedback we've gotten from everybody, I think Lillian actually said that the feedback she got from the sponsors of the club championship this year, they were absolutely blown away and delighted with how their names were actually um, portrayed, portrayed across um, their sponsorship of the junior, intermediate and senior club championship this year, which was great to see as well. Um, yeah, I think it's been phenomenal. I think there's so many more people actually talking about Camogie now, which is great to see. And there's so many more names being thrown out there. And I think there is overall nearly a newfound respect for Komogi, which is what we want at the end of the day. And I think that's really the main thing that's actually coming from this. And it's great to see. And hopefully long may it last. And hopefully this is just the the start of, you know, teams of the year and player of the year, because I do think it's very important for uh, the club scene to be recognised and, you know, for girls to, to be rewarded in some way. Yeah, well, you never know. We might have the same sponsors on board for next year when they see all of their jerseys flying around mm-hmm. the place. Again, sincere thank you to David Roach and the Roach Injury Clinic, uh, John Crowley, Shoreside Farm Potatoes up behind me, and Killery Lighting Services. And as well, as I mentioned earlier on, to Billy Cullerton, who does phenomenal work going to most camogie yeah. matches. Um, and you'll be able to find all his photographs there as well. For a first live event that we've done, I don't think we've done too bad, apart from the little cop at the end with the bad names and the whole lot. Like, but it has been certainly an experience. I've enjoyed it tonight. and anyway, yeah. hope you have. Hope all you at home have enjoyed it as well. Want to sincerely thank the man behind the camera here in front of me, Ken Maguire, who has done all of the graphics tonight. Absolutely phenomenal job. And he's been helping and guiding us with yeah. the podcast over the last mm-hmm. 12 weeks and I can tell you his little tutorial videos of how to work everything has been a treat without him we would have been lost and of course to the main man behind all the streaming tonight Mr Eddie Hughes over there too in the corner hiding away with his earphones on making sure everything that we say is above board in the whole lot. Uh, to yourself thank you as thank you. always it has been a pleasure mm-hmm. and we might hop off one another uh, every sure now and do. then but we certainly <laughs> enjoy it and I suppose we've got to thank the producer 
Oh, I suppose, listen, she deserves yeah. an L. She deserves an L mention there. She does. She if, does if work we, hard. If we don't, we won't get the cup of tea the next <laughs> no, day that we exactly. go out into the match. Like, so. <laughs> you know, I suppose, listen, she does do her bit, I suppose. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> folks, thank you very much. It has certainly been a pleasure doing the uh, scoreline.ie Come On Kind podcast here in the KCLR studios tonight. And over the last 12 weeks, we have had an absolute blast. Still not finished, as we said, while we continue with the club championships. We also have a special documentary that will be coming up hopefully before Christmas. Keep an eye out for that. It's an extra uh, episode of our podcast as well. Details of that will come on stream later on. But from myself, Anya, and all the team here in KCLR, that's a wrap on the very first live Come On Kind podcast. A good night from us. Thank you. This is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahey. Oh,